Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Troll Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and I am thrilled you are here today. Uh, We hope you all had a great week last week, you know, a love week, celebrating Valentine's Day and Galentine's Day. I know we did around here, and we hope that it was just a great week and that you didn't feel lonely or sad if you don't have a significant other, but you felt loved and celebrated just by the people in your life. Guys, today is an awesome episode. You know that I'm biased and I think every episode is awesome, (laughs) but really today is such a great episode. It's a really practical one in terms of helping you plan your wedding. We talk about good questions to ask your vendors, how to find the right vendors, how to budget for your wedding, just everything you'd ever want to know and we have such a fabulous expert on the episode today we have amber bowling who is a planner designer and dreamer here in lexington kentucky her career in the event planning industry spans nearly 15 years so y'all know she knows her stuff (laughs) starting her career in the hospitality arena she gained valuable know-how in all facets of events known for her attention to detail amber strategically plans events with each client in mind curating details to create a -a one-of-a-kind experience with style and impact she has mastered the art of negotiation so you want her on your side understands the importance of southern hospitality and how to get things done with a smile amber is a dear friend of ours she seriously is so talented and knowledgeable at what she does and she is bringing all that wisdom to today's episode so if you are in a season of planning and feel a little lost or need some clarity on some things i'm telling you this episode is for you so without further ado y'all sit back relax and enjoy this awesome conversation with the wonderful amber bowling all right y'all we are so pumped we're pumped every week but this week is super exciting we have got amber bowling on the podcast this week and she is going to be answering all your questions about wedding planners. Do you have one? Do you not? How do you budget? Like literally all the questions we know you ask yourselves, our girl Amber is here to answer them for you the best that she can. So I am so excited. Amber is a dear friend of ours and we love her. She's so fun. I could talk about you all day, Amber, but I'm going to let you brag on yourself a little bit. Tell, tell the listeners who you are, what you do, um, how you got to where you are, all that good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much. First of all, for having me, I'm very excited to be here today, um, to be a part of this amazing thing that you all have started. I think it's so, so great for community and for brides and all the people. I love it. So thanks friend. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit about me. Um, I have lived in Lexington for about 15 years. I grew up, uh, just outside of Washington, DC so cool. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, but I didn't even know. I know, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but my parents grew up in southeastern Kentucky, and so I was born in Kentucky. Kentucky was always home. When my parents mm-hmm. decided to retire, they came here, and I just fell in love with Lexington and stayed. So I um, I've just have just made it my home, and and just love it here. So. But as far as getting into the wedding world, I um, I just started out kind of freelancing. I just decided that that's something that I had done for friends and something that I wanted to do. I think that's how a lot of people get kind of started in that 
business in that industry. So I just wanted to test the waters and see if it was something I wanted to do. And I loved it, fell in love with, with every bit of it. So I was lucky um, really early on in my career to work with um, some of the best in the business. I worked at Keeneland for quite some time. So um, just really learned um, hospitality and just the event business um, through, through some of the best. So about five years ago, I started my own business offering full service planning and designs for weddings and really all types of events. So mm -hmm. I work with nonprofits. I work with some corporate folks. Um, I'm actually working with a lot of podca podcasters and um, digital entrepreneurs to plan live events around the country right now for their community and followers. So that's been a fun cool. little venture. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of delving into your world a little bit. There, so. <laughs> Still a very new world to me. So I'm like, yeah. no more than I do, but yeah. that's so fun. I love that. I, that's really fun because I didn't know most of that. So I, it's just fun for us to like hear that as well. Like some yeah. of it's, new information and some of its stories we've known. You well, know. we talk so much about, you know, work and the business and those kinds mm -hmm. of things when we're together in, in, in network settings and in uh, those types of things. So, yeah, I think this is fun to just get to, as I've listened, just to learn about, you know, my, my fringers to learn yeah. about their background. So that's awesome. I love that. That's so cool. So, so cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's just like, get right to it, to the meat of it all. I feel like the question we get asked all the time from brides that either like shop with us or just people in our lives that are engaged. Like, I feel like I have a bunch of friends who have recently gotten married or in the process of planning their weddings. And it's the question of, is a wedding planner really needed? Um, and if so, like, what do I really need them for? Like full planning month of day of like, what are the pros and cons of it all? Can you speak into that? Like give us some insight into the pros of having a planner and what all a bride is really gaining from having an amazing planner like yourself, um, by her side as she's, yeah going through this process? Yeah, I think that's, I think that is a, is a great question. Um, and my answer is it's a big time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm a planner and not, not just because, not just because I am a planner, but right. I, I say to all, you know, to people all the time, I don't know how couples do it without mm -hmm. a planner. And, you know, a lot of my, even my own family and friends don't necessarily know what I do as a wedding planner. So right. it's just, there's just so many logistics that go into a wedding, no matter, you know, what the size of it is. So um, I always tell people, I'm like kind of joking, but not joking when I say this, that um, a wedding planner is an investment in your sanity. Amen. So, yes. Amen to that sister. <laughs> It's so true though, because yeah. hiring a planner, um, a seasoned planner that, you know, knows what they're doing mm -hmm. um, and can guide you through the whole process is going to truly give you peace of mind on what is one of the most important days of your life. And not just that day, but leading up to that, because there's so much right planning that goes into leading up to the day that you just want to be able to enjoy with your fiance, with your family, with your friends, mm -hmm. um, and that they really give you, again, that peace of mind to be able to do that. And, you know, that things come up, things happen. You can plan, you know, every single thing down to the last detail. Something is going to happen on your wedding day. Yeah. 
I promise you. Yep, I'm not, 100%. I'm not, I'm just keeping it real because something bad is going to happen. And, and one of the benefits of a wedding planner is that they are likely going to take care of that issue and you're never going to know about it. Amazing. Yeah. Like fairies. It yeah. is. It is. <laughs> it's like wedding magic fairies. fairies. Yeah. Magic fairies. Yeah. So they're going to, you know, take care of a problem before it escalates to, mm -hmm. to anything major so that you are focusing on, you know, drinking your mimosas and getting your hair and makeup done and spending mm -hmm. time with your mother or your sister or whoever your people are that you're able to be present in that moment and not be thinking, did that DJ set up where I was supposed to, or did I give the cake topper to the caterer? Because, you know, a wedding planner is going to take care of all of that um, so that you're just really able to be present that day. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm a, a big, big yes is my answer to that. Absolutely. And then people need, you know, obviously different types of kind of support. So, mm -hmm. you know, we look at kind of what your different options in terms of a planner are, whether that's a week of kind of month of planner, um, that person is going to step in and kind of handle everything after you've made all of the arrangements. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that type of, um, service, you are securing the vendors, the venue, photographer, florist, all those kind of good things. And then you're basically passing the torch off maybe four to six weeks prior. Mm -hmm. And they're able to confirm your vendors, help you build a timeline. Um, and then be there obviously that day to make sure to put out any fires that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a really great option for people who are hands-on type mm -hmm. a want to do all the things but they don't you know want to be um hands-on during that last week or so right so they're able to kind of um allow somebody else to take over the reins and execute mm -hmm. and make sure that um that everything is as is, is perfect as they planned it yeah that's awesome yeah. Yeah. And so then obviously you have full service planning, um, which is going to be handholding from the very beginning, right. All the way to sending you off, you know, in your mm -hmm. limo at the end of the night. Yeah. Um, and so full service planning really entails working with couples to find that perfect vendor in every category. So mm. they're helping you source your, your venue, your photographer, florist invitation, um, and I really feel strongly that vendors are not one size fits all. Mm -hmm. Um, I have obviously favorites and people that I love to work with and there's so many, so many good ones here in our area. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to educate couples about their options and to make mm -hmm. sure that they are choosing, you know, folks that are right for their style and their budget. Mm -hmm. Um, finding a photographer, videographer, you know, it's so much more than just seeing their work on Instagram or, yeah. you know, and being a fan because, yeah. you know, it has to do a lot with their personality, whether or not that's a good fit because totally. you're going to really spend more time with them on your mm -hmm. wedding day than you are anybody else. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. So just finding somebody that is, you know, you're going to jive with and not just you that you know your fiance that it's something that's going to be a good fit for you and for your family mm, 
That's so good. Well, cause it does, it really does make or break, especially for the vendors that are there on the day of, and are really hands-on like your photographer or videographer, or especially your wedding planner. Like you want to make sure we always say, and like, I've heard horror stories and like dream come true, some situations where, you know, you feel like your vendors are your friends by the end of it. And that's the dream. Um, but then I've also heard, you know, people say like, well, I just really liked their stuff on the internet and just went with it. Or like they were, <laughs> unfortunately, they were the cheapest. So I just went with it. And then it was like a nightmare of a situation. So yes, yeah, yeah. you just got to be really picky in, yeah. in a good way. Yeah. I mean, you have to do your, your due diligence to do your mm-hmm. research. Um, and I think that's one of the the major benefits of having that full service planner because mm-hmm. they're going to help you build that dream team. You know, each yeah. person is specifically for you. Um, they're going to know, okay, well this person, you know, yeah, that, that would work with your budget. Let's talk to them. Or, you know, that person is three times what we've budgeted for that. So, you know, let's not yeah. waste our time. Um, and, and they've also, you know, they've been around, so they've vetted Mm -hmm. these people. So it's not going to be one of these, you know, kind of fly by night people that comes in and yes, I have a DJ or photography business or whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. And anybody could put pictures on a website and and (laughs) look like they have a business, right? But if you're, if you don't know, and you're not checking references and, you know, here you're handing over your hard earned money to somebody that they may show up the day, they may show up the day of the wedding, but who's to say what kind of work that they're actually going to produce. And so mm-hmm. um, it's so important not yeah. to just say, well, this person is the least expensive. I think I'll go with them. Yep. You, yep. you get what you pay for sister, you know? Yes. Yes. Oh, I have, <laughs> I can make a whole nother podcast. Of my thoughts about that. <laughs> we'll let that, we'll let that one lie. But yeah. yeah. There's but so much truth to that. It's so true. I mean, it's true. If it's true in any market, it's true in any exactly. business, you know? So, uh, but I think these, this is such an important day and it's so personal that um, you really have to take into consideration, you know, all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. And again, personality being a, a, a big part of it, you know, mm-hmm. just, just because you love someone's photographs doesn't necessarily mean they're going to love them in person, you know? Exactly. And that's a huge, yeah, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Deal. Well, and going off of that, I mean, you kind of were talking, I mean, initially you were like a planner is an investment in your sanity, but it's also just a huge investment no matter what. I I mean, I'm with you and would argue it's one of the best investments you can make for your wedding. Um, But kind of going off of that in terms of investment, obviously having a budget for your wedding is part of the planning process, no matter what, even if it's a tight budget or a limitless one, everyone needs to know where their money is going. Um, Can you kind of break down for us what a typical wedding budget looks like? And obviously everyone's is going to be different, Um, but kind of just average, I don't know. I don't, however you want to frame that, but kind of what a budget typically looks like or how you framework it for your couples so that they're not totally shell shocked or, you know, price tag shocked when they get quotes back or, um, things they think aren't going to be super expensive. Like a tent is actually like going to be a huge chunk of their budget if they're not careful. And, um, 
I don't know, like what areas and to, I guess with that, like what areas in the budget do you think couples are most surprised by and therefore don't plan well for? Sure. So I think, you know, it's so important that you sit down and you create a budget that encompasses everything um, down to the postage that you mail the invitations. Mm. I mean, all of those little things, your marriage license, you know, the certificate, all of those things. They, Gosh, they add up. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and I'm the type of person I'm tracking every dollar. I'm tracking every penny. That's yeah. something that I do for my clients so that you see where every single dollar is going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously if you have a planner, that's something that they can help you with. But if not, there are tons of resources online mm-hmm. um, that you can pull up, a, you know, a wedding budget and just kind of work through that. What, you know, in each category so that you have a true cost um, you know, kind of what things are, where, where your dollars are actually going. So how I kind of tackle it and I, and I suggest, um, to, uh, folks that I work with is recommending pricing out three vendors kind of in each category mm-hmm. to see where your options are mm-hmm. and to see what is going to fit in your budget. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, if you're looking you know, across kind of the vendor categories, everybody has a different starting point, And those are based on things like experience and the quality of their service, um, the demand of their service, you know, how, how high uh, in demand are they? Mm-hmm. Um, and as we said, you know, if a price seems like it is kind of out of line and significantly less than competitors, it, it's probably too good to be true. So, so right. just take that into consideration as you're looking through kind of what your options are. Um, you know, a typical, to describe a typical wedding, it's kind of different because everybody's budget are so different, right? You have people, you know, that could throw a heck of a party for $10,000 in their backyard. And then you Mm -hmm. have people who are looking at like a hundred thousand dollars for a black tire fair. So I think it really comes down to, you know, priorities when you start to look at that budget, like Mm -hmm. what, what is the most important thing that, you know, is it that you need an amazing, florist, you know, or is it that you want, you know, um, the food and, you know, the catering to be outstanding. So Mm -hmm. if you start kind of looking at those vendors, um, so you say like, you know, a DJ would start at a thousand, but they could go up to, you know, a high end DJ of 5,000. So just kind of doing your research and figuring out, okay, this is, this is kind of where, um, these categories are priced and then looking at your priorities to see kind of what is going to fit where, mm-hmm. um, you know, same things with florists. I mean, florals can cost a thousand dollars. You can go over $10,000 depending on yeah. your vision and the types of flowers and the design. So it's kind of all relative to your overall yeah. budget. That's true. That's yeah. true. And then, you know, you asked about, um, things that kind of sneak up on people. I, I think the biggest yeah. thing, um, that people maybe don't necessarily account for or take into consideration are rentals. Mm-hmm. Um, even people that, that I work with and are educating, I think it's just, it's something, you know, if you go to a venue that has tables and chairs in China, that's one story. But if you're looking at having an offsite tented reception, yeah. now you're looking at flooring, lighting, mm-hmm. a restroom trailer, you know, do your caterers need, you know, special equipment to prepare the food on site, like all of those things obviously add up and it's not, um, it's not necessarily on the price tag. 
you know, of the venue as, as you look at it. Uh, luckily, we have a lot of really good rental companies here yeah. in town um, that will work with you and kind of just walk through a checklist of what you need. It's so important to ask of the venue, you know, what is included and what is not included so that you're not tripped up by those yeah. costs that you need to put flooring down or, oh, we need to get a restroom trailer or those kinds of things that you're just mindful of all of those little extras mm-hmm. that are going to add up as you go along. Yeah. 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 There, I feel like there are, there are so many like hidden little whatever. And it's, I don't feel like it's that vendors are trying to be sneaky. It's just that you just don't really think about, you go to weddings and you don't think twice about like, oh, they, this, this was an added, you you just don't think about it. Um, and then when, when the roles are reversed and you're the one playing and you're like, Oh shoot. Wow. (laughs) All these things. Yes. All of the things. Yes. There's just a lot that goes into just logistics and, you know, and making sure that, that you have thought of everything, right? Because right. looking at a wedding as, you know, you're the host. And so mm-hmm. you want your guests to be comfortable, whether that's, you know, fans or air conditioning or mm-hmm. all of those things um, to just make sure that people are comfortable and, you know, are having a great time and um, are and have an amazing experience. So yeah, you just have to think of all the things. All of them. Every single one. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Um, great when it all comes together, but terrible to think it all through. Yes. Um, but that's a, I mean, kind of going off of that, you talked a good bit about prioritizing what you want in your budget, but what's your recommendation to couples about prioritizing their budget? Is there a certain way you advise them to prioritize their vendors? Like which ones they should splurge on, which ones are worth like trying to find your least expensive option or, or, or kind of what if a couple came to you and was like, well, I don't, I don't even know how to prioritize what, like, how would you encourage or advise a couple about how they want to go about prioritizing what's most important to them in their budget? Yeah. I, I think that that is a, a really important conversation to have very early on because mm-hmm. it's going to drive every decision that you make. Um, you know, their, their, your priorities, your budget and your guest count are going to basically drive every decision that you make after that. Um, and sometimes those are, you know, hard, um, questions to answer. So I sit down, you know, from the very beginning and we go through those things and I find that it's different with every couple. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes it's different in, in the couple, their priorities may be different, right? Yeah. So trying to get everybody on the same page from the very beginning is so very important. So I sit down and I ask folks, you know, what, what are the top three things that are most important when you close your eyes and you look at this day, what do you see? You know, is it that it is like amazing over the top food from, you know, such such and such caterer? Is it, you know, this amazing band that you've brought in from somewhere? Um, Is it florals? You know, is the ceiling dripping with flowers? Because, you know, all of those things add up, obviously. Um, And you, but you want to have your dream day. So kind of picking those top three of what that looks like. Um, is the first place to start and, and getting on board, obviously, mm-hmm. as a couple um, as to, to what your priorities are. And then from there, it's it's really easy um, for me to sit down uh, and say, okay, 
well, let me match, let, let me match up with these vendors because mm -hmm. you know, that's a priority that's going to fit their style, their budget. Once you kind of start to talk through that. Um, and it's like a big puzzle that you have to put yeah. together, you know, yeah. uh, and you just kind of have to shift things around until those, those top priorities are covered. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people don't know, you know, they, they right. just, they, they haven't, that nobody's ever asked them that question before. So I'll ask them things like, well, if you, you know, go out, like, what is it that you would do? Like, are you going to mm -hmm. dinner? You know, is it, are you a foodie? Are you loving food? Would you go see an amazing band? Like, you know, in your everyday life, what are, the, what brings you happiness? Like what, right. what gets you excited? And so that kind of helps to, to narrow it down. Photographers are obviously, um, usually at the top of the list of priorities. Yeah. If that's something that, you know, you're going to keep forever and it's a major investment. Um, so if there's, you know, photographers that you have to have a certain photographer, then something else might have to give in another area, but it's all, again, part of that, you know, puzzle that you're putting together. Mm, that's so good. I, lo I loved what you said saying like, well, if you don't know where to start, like, what do you love in your everyday life? I feel like that's such a good filter to look at that through of like, okay, like if you want your wedding day to be a reflection of you all as a couple, like, let's look at what your life as a couple is like, yes. and bring that in and incorporate cool things to reflect that. I just, I love that. I think that's such a good, um, yeah, perspective and filter for, for couples to use as they prioritize and figure out their, the style of their wedding and the vibe of their wedding. And all yeah, that it's stuff. a really good place to start. And I think, you know, a lot of times people get caught up in kind of these things that they see on Pinterest and things that they yeah. see on Instagram, but that's not you, you know, right. like your wedding day is all about you. It's about you as a couple. It is about how you live your life every day. Um, and so I always try to find ways to kind of incorporate those things in, like, just bring it down to like, what's, what's real, you know? Yes. Mm, I love that. That's so good. Well, and going off of that, I think that's a perfect, perfect segue. <laughs> um, and you kind of touched on this earlier, just the importance of building a vendor team that really is on board with the couple's vision and style and budget and all of that stuff. Um, but really maybe speak a little bit more into that about how important that is to build a team of vendors that work for all of that. And then too, like, what's your best piece of advice for couples when it comes to choosing those vendors for their wedding day? Um, if that's, you know, based on personality or start, you know, whatever it is, like how you help people discern what's best to make their, their wedding day, the best it can be for them. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, again, it's easy to kind of get caught up in seeing these Instagrammable weddings yep. and these things that we see on Pinterest. Totally. Um, but that is not necessarily a, a realistic vision that you can attain, you know, yeah. the weddings that you're seeing, you know, in those, um, settings are, you know, hundred thousand dollar weddings with floral walls and chandeliers and, and they're lovely and they're beautiful. And I love to do them. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I will gladly plan that. Yes. All day. Um, <laughs> but a $30,000 wedding can be just as beautiful and, mm -hmm. and have all of that, um, you know, just personality and goodness and all of that wrapped into it. So it, it's so important to, 
be mindful of that as you're planning, like just wrapping in those small details of your love story, mm-hmm. you know, so that it is you, that is not just any wedding that you see on Pinterest or right. I, mean, I love Pinterest. Don't get me wrong. It's a great, yeah. it's a great starting point. Um, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a blessing and a curse kind of thing. Totally. <laughs> um, I'm sure you all see that a lot, you oh, know, yes. just, just with dresses. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you just, you know, you have to be um, realistic in kind of things that are going to work for your budget um, because you also, you know, this, it is one day, right? So mm-hmm. you, know, and you have other things that you're saving for, you know, house, you know, furniture, all those other things. So it's just yeah. important to kind of keep some perspective, I think. Um, but in terms of building that team, and finding those vendors, I think it's important to find somebody that checks all of the boxes. So we talked about personality. I think that's huge. Um, I think if you can meet somebody in person, absolutely. If you can't jump on a zoom call or, you know, a FaceTime with them because, you know, a lot of people are planning, you know, out of town weddings and that kind of thing, but that's the best way to know pretty quickly. Like, yes, I'm going to love this person. We're going to be best friends forever Mm -hmm. or no, they're not for me you know, and that's okay. And that's okay. Um, and then are they a good fit style wise? You know, do they, do you see them kind of their work, their style of photography, their style of florals kind of incorporated into your whole overall aesthetic? Mm -hmm. Um, and then obviously does, does their pricing fit into your budget? So, and then I would just advise you again, go back to those top priorities, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, how does that, you know, kind of all play together? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you need to shift some things around to free up, you know, some funds to get that dream photographer, then do that. Yeah. Um, you just kind of have to determine what is most important to you. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I love that. And it helps too. like, or at least I found at least in our um, local industry, once you pick like one vendor, more than likely they have, other vendors that they too love to work with. Um, like you said, like you've got your like go-tos and more times than not, like it's gonna, they're gonna enable you to have a cohesive vibe and look and feel and style for your wedding day. Now, does that always mean they're within your budget? Maybe, maybe not, but I think it's always good and helpful you know, for couples to be like, oh, well, you like working with so-and-so? Well, that's great because then that'll mean like y'all are happy and you work well together. You know what I mean? I just think there's there's something to be said about having that kind of harmonious team um, that loves to be there and enjoy your day with each other. And therefore everybody's kind of, it just works great for everyone when <laughs> your, your vendor team are friends and, and love it does. Time. It does. I mean, it really creates just a seamless day. You know, like you don't even have to, I see photographer and videographers that work, mm-hmm. you know, kind of hand in hand and they don't even have to speak. They just right. know what the other one's getting ready to do. And so it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's very harmonious. They have this, you know, kind of routine down because, you know, they have, you know, worked together so many times. So I think, yeah. And I think vendors are a great resource. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if you, you don't, maybe you don't know a videographer, but your photographer probably does. If you don't have a wedding planner that can suggest somebody. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a great resource. Yeah. Just to, as couples, like always ask, like, I don't think that, I, that may be a question they don't think to ask, but I think always saying like, 
well, I have like these gaps in my, this, these are the vendors I still need to fill, like to fill in the gap. Do you have anyone you like to work with? I think is a really easy and great question for couples to ask, especially those like top three, you know, those main priority vendors asking them or that very first one you book, like, okay. Cause then it's kind of just like a, um, not, I mean, I guess a ripple effect, but everything I feel like if it all works out with like availabilities and stuff, like it can just all fall into place really easy and make everyone's life. (laughs) Make that dream team just come together. Right. Um, I think venues are a great resource for that too. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't know where else to start, obviously you're going to be looking at a location and Mm -hmm. your venue manager is probably somebody that knows photographers that are coming there every weekend. They know DJs, you know, that know the lay of the land. They just, you know, can come in, um, and, and do it with ease. So I think that's a good, a good place to start too for recommendations. Yeah, for sure. And, and likewise too, like, and sadly, like they can also tell you vendors to steer clear of too. Um, Absolutely. Yes. So it's, it's a, and unfortunately, cause I mean, it's, it's a, you know, an industry with a lot of people. And I think, you know, venues especially can say like, Hey, like, this is just not a mutually <laughs> beneficial or respected relationship. Like maybe steer clear of them, not to like bring negative stuff into that. But I think that, um, that that's equally something to pay attention to and be aware of as well. And, yes, and you absolutely. as a couple probably have no experience with that before. So, um, having your eyes kind of open to that is just as beneficial as hearing like, these are the people that are fantastic and we would love to work with them for your day. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're tried and true and you know that, you know, they've, they've been to that venue and that somebody would, you know, give them a recommendation, then mm-hmm. that that's a place to start. You know, if yeah. you're not seeing people's names, places, or, um, you know, you're not able to, to get any good feedback on them, then I would just be leery of that. But in the same breath, you know, everybody had to start somewhere, right? There's a lot of up and coming photographers, videographers, DJs that, you know, are building their portfolio and you might be able to find just a stellar person that is, you know, less than what you budgeted for. And they may have all of the talent in the world. So I think it's important to mention that too, to look out for those kind of rising stars. Mm -hmm. Amen. I totally agree. Back when I was a photographer and videographer before I was with Twirl meant to be like, I still to this day, I'm like, I, (laughs) I owe my life to those first couple couples that were like, yeah, we'll take a chance on you. And it ended up great. Um, but you know, I mean, and because like, because I did that, um, for a couple of years, I'm here now. And so it's like, I, I owe them (laughs) all, all the thanks for, you know, what my career became because they took a chance and, you know, they also wanted cheap stuff. So, you know, but there was value. You were providing there value. value. We, had a lot yeah. of we had a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I think there's total, total value. And I think with that, I would, at least my recommendation would be um, for those newbies, especially like photographers, I would ask to see like full portfolios or like full galleries of their stuff. Because if you're if you find them on Instagram or find their website, like you're seeing very minimal pieces of their work. So you want to make sure, um, 
And if they're hesitant about that, then that also I think could be a red flag of like, oh, well, if you're not confident to let me see a whole gallery, like, I don't know if this is the best. Do you know what I mean? And maybe photographers may hear that and be like, shut up, Liz, shut up. No, I think that is you putting on your photographer hat and saying that. I think that's a great recommendation because what you see on Instagram, it's not necessarily a true representation that encompasses Mm -hmm. everything. So I think that's a great piece of advice. Yeah. And if the, you know, again, if the photographer is not confident enough to say, oh yeah, you can see a whole gallery. I think, I just think that's really um, telling of if they're in a position to take on your wedding day. I mean, that's just, it's a huge deal and you just don't want, I think there's beauty in um, giving kind of rookie amateurs a chance, but I think there's also risks involved. So I think really taking those precautionary steps of like, okay, like I'm totally like what I see, I love, but like, can I see a whole gallery to two, make sure like they're going to give you a cohesive, um, look throughout your day. Like you don't have just like 10 images that are awesome. And then the rest are like crap, you know, you want to make sure they're able to, um, they really are talented. They just haven't had a lot of opportunity yet. So, yeah. I don't know. Again, that could be a whole nother podcast. It really could. Talk, I was just thinking, but... I was like, I feel like I could go into so much deeper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. So again, there's like such beauty to it. And I know all of us that, I mean, that I mean, that's the case for everyone. Like all of us are where we are today because people took chances on us and <laughs> by God's grace, like things have gone well and we are where we are today. So there's definitely such value um, to taking those risks on people starting out. And you can say later on, like, Oh, I was one of her first clients. And that was so so fun to see where she is today, but it's okay to like be a little bit scared to be one of those first clients. I think just being, um, cause you can like, and especially in terms of like budget stuff, like you can save some dollars with those people just starting out. Um, but I think being really cautious and wise in, in asking the right questions to be able to, um, yeah, absolutely. Make sure you've got a sound contract that states exactly what they're going to deliver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So you don't get burnt. Yeah. (laughs) So many. We'll do another, we'll do another podcast. (laughs) I'm like, we're going, we're going way. But I think that's like so freaking helpful for, at least I think it is and you think it is. So there's value to that. Yes. Um, cause I just think those are probably questions that people aren't thinking to ask or in the, again, in the world of social media, they're seeing just a few images and going off of that. And then, you know, there's nothing more heartbreaking to hear like a couple got their gallery back and were really disappointed in it. Yeah. You know, and we hate to hear that, you know, as vendors in the industry, like just to hear, mm-hmm. you know, horror stories like that. It's just, it's, it's bad, but I, I think that's why you do your research. You know, you mm-hmm. check around, um, ask for references. I mean, yeah, I still have people, you know, that are like, well, I want three references on that person. Well, absolutely. You know, we can, yeah. you know, sometimes me just saying it isn't enough and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's important because, you know, again, you're spending, uh, a lot of money and it's a very important day and you want to get it right. So exactly. And you're only hopefully going to do it once. Exactly. <laughs> do it right the first time. That's right. Yeah. Oh gosh. I love that. Well, so we talked a lot about 
planning for other people and blah, 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 but which are all great things. I shouldn't have to say blah, blah, blah. That made it sound like <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> totally matters. And blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah, blah. So whatever. No, I'm kidding. But um, I would love to know, because this is another thing, like how when you were telling your story of how you got to where you are today, like I love hearing that. But I think too, you know, we <laughs> we joke as wedding industry people, like you gotta be a little bit crazy to like stay in this, in this industry. Um, because if you aren't a little bit crazy, you won't survive. That's so very true. It's so true. We gotta have a few loose screws, but just, just tight enough that we can still keep our lives together and (laughs) keep clients happy. But, um, you've been in the industry for many years now. What is it for you? that makes your job so rewarding and keeps you passionate about it year after year? I, you know, it's the relationships mm-hmm. that I build with people, um, with my clients and with people like you all, you know, my frienders. Yeah. Um, it's, we, we have such an amazing community um, of folks and such amazing talent mm-hmm. um, in our area. And so I, I think that's, that's one of the things that I love most about what I do is just connecting with those people, creating with those people, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, um, it's something that I love and I love the relationships, you know, that I build with my clients. I mean, in some cases I'm working with these people for a year or longer, or yeah. in some cases, three years. Um, yeah you know, you, you get to be a part of their family. You know, I get to know their parents. I get to know their siblings. I'm invited to their birthday parties, to their baby showers after the wedding. Like really become just, you know, you really do. And I cherish that. And, um, I'm honored that people trust me, you know, to, to take care of these, you know, special once in a lifetime moments. And, it's something that I never take for granted and I'm just, you know, grateful. So I think that's just, you know, how could you not be passionate about that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's so good. I think that's so true. It's so true. And if you're not a people person, you can't really do what we do day after day. You know, you got to have a heart for people and, and celebrating their life. I think that's such a unique thing, especially in, in what you do specifically, cause you're not just weddings. Like you have the opportunity to celebrate so many different seasons of life with people and you get to do it well and joyfully and beautifully. <laughs> so it's just, Thank you. yeah. And you do it so well. Like Thank I want to speak that over you. You are so talented and I have no doubt. I mean, we've worked with some of your clients too, and they just sing your praises all day long. And I think it's because they feel so valued and seen and heard and loved by you. And that's just, I mean, what a gift that you get to do that for a living, but it's just because it's what you love to do. Like, that's amazing. Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. And it is, I mean, it's something that I, I just enjoy. I mean, it doesn't feel like work to me. I know that sounds cliche and cheesy, but when you are, are doing something that you, you know, just enjoy and get excited about every day, you know, to, to work with people and to, to make people's dreams come true. I mean, when I get a bride to walk into a room and there are tears, like, that's a win. That's a good day. It's from yeah. happiness and just joy. And it's just, you know, it's, it's, I'm blessed to be able to, to be just a small part of that in people's lives. That's so sweet. 
Mm, I love that. I love that so much. But <laughs> I realized that is like my response to a lot of people's like what they say as their answers. I'm like, but it's real. Like, I love what you're saying and I love it so much. <laughs> you do like, love it. <laughs> I do love it, clearly, because I just say it all the time, but it's just how I feel. So I'm going to say it. Um, well, we ask this of every guest on our podcast. Our mantra here at Twirl is she twirled through life with a heart full of joy. And going off what you just said, I feel like we have a pretty good indicator of how you'll answer this. But what for you, Amber, is the foundation of your joy? I love this question and I always love hearing what people's answers are at the end. Um, And and even when you asked it, automatically I knew the answer. Like I really didn't even have to think about it. So um, celebrating, like Mm. that is, that is the foundation of joy for me. Like celebrating the big things and the little things. Like Mm -hmm. I think we get so caught up and I myself am guilty of it. Um, caught up in the day-to-day grind and our to-do list. Um, so it's it's just important to slow down and celebrate things in a big way and make things special to just soak it all in. So, yeah. you know, whether it's a major milestone or that you're just giving praise and pause to little things like champagne on a random Tuesday, just, uh, yes. you know, just because, you know, mm-hmm. um, I've always been that person that goes over the top with everything, birthday parties, any type of celebration. Like, mm-hmm. and I just think it's, it's important to just kind of stop and celebrate just all of the goodness, all of the good things, um, and just slow down a little bit. I love that. Oh, there I go again saying it, but it's, <laughs> I'm like, oh yes, that's a good word, girl. Cause it, ah, I do. I just love it. I just think it is like you were saying, you love hearing everyone's responses. Cause I do too. It's like one of my favorite parts of every podcast is just hearing what it is that stirs that little bit of magic in people's hearts of, you know, what keeps your fire fueled and your spirit excited. And yeah, that's just good. And it's so true. Like we, if we're not careful, just spiral in these rhythms of fast-paced life and feeling like keeping making things a priority that don't deserve to be a priority and so what you're saying just slowing down and stepping back and making the main thing the main thing and celebrating that well that's just that's a gift and for you to I I, I love that you said like you're the person that always goes over the top like everyone needs that person in their life because not everyone's going to be that person but like we all need that person in our life because they're going to, they're going to force us to be like, okay, slow down, keep the main thing, the main thing. And like, let's celebrate that. Even the little stuff and the big stuff, like life deserves to be celebrated. Cause it does. It so does. And you know, we get caught up in kind of like, okay, check next, move on to the next thing and not just stopping um, to celebrate these little accomplished, big accomplishments, whatever it is, like time just moves too quickly. So I like to make a big deal out of everything. Champagne Um, for no reason. Yes. (laughs) You're talking my language. I love it. You know, I do. I'm really, I'm, I'm disappointed that we're not drinking champagne right now. I know we're going to have to do that ASAP. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. We'll make up for it. Uh 
Well, friend, tell our listeners, if they are not following along with you already, which they're fools if that's the case, um, how to keep up with you, best ways to do so, website, Instagram, whatever whatever you want to share. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my website is amberbowling.com first name, last name.com. Um, and my Instagram is miss Amber B. So M I S S underscore Amber B. I love it. So easy. So cute and simple. Yeah. It's well, it's just me. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> oh man. Well, friend, this was so much fun. I feel like you brought so much knowledge and wisdom and just fun to the show. So I'm so thrilled that you were on here. And I know that everyone that listens is one going to adore you and to feel like they can tackle wedding planning with some, like, you know, feel like they're not going to, their head's not going to pop off their shoulders. Cause yeah, you just gave them all the good stuff. Well, yeah, hopefully we made it, you know, a little less scary, a little less, you know, able to jump in and kind of tackle all the things. So thank you again for having me. I, I love this. It's awesome. Yay. 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 Well, we love you. Thanks for being love here. Love you girls. <laughs> How great was that y'all? Don't you just feel like you could tackle wedding planning now? Like, you know how to strategically prioritize all your things, your budget, your vendors, what questions to ask, what questions not to ask, just all of it. How to get inspired off Pinterest, but still stay true to who you are. I'm telling you, Amber covered it all. And I hope that you all feel empowered to plan your amazing day that honors who you all are as a couple and celebrates well the people around you that you're inviting to this special day with you, but also just that you celebrate your love story in a really impactful and meaningful and beautiful way that's true to y'all. Guys, if you loved what you heard, you know the drill. (laughs) Please, please, please go to the podcast app and iTunes. Leave a five-star rating and a kind written review so that more and more people know they can come to Twelve Talk podcast for wonderful wedding planning advice, but also for encouragement in any season of life that you might find yourself in. Guys, we love you. If you want to follow along with us, feel free over on Instagram at twirlex or at twirl talk podcast. If you want show notes or to learn more about Amber, go on over to our website, twirlboutique.com slash podcast, and you can link up with her, connect with her and um, see all that good stuff. All right, guys, have a fantastic rest of your day, and we will be back with another fun episode next week. Take care.